17 hummuses enter. But only one can be the king's bread. This is Dudes Talking Hummus, the tournament for the Alpha Chickpea. It's week 15! What do you mean, my spleen? You budgie. Hey, Matt, how's it going, buddy? This is Dudes Talking Hummus, the tournament to the Alpha Chickpea. Deuce, happy morning to you. Happy morning to you, too. I'd say top of it, but no. Hey, I gotta ask you a question. Are you wearing a hummus greater than hummus shirt right now? I am. It nice. Came. Swag in the wild. Let me get a picture of that for the gram, as Shane would say. There we go. <laughs> nice. My, actually, I gotta be honest with you. I got my DTH logo shirt from Public, the company that sells them, and they sent me a medium. I'm not a medium, nor did I order a medium. But sent an email to him, no problem getting it the right size in the mail, no no cost, no nothing to let me keep the medium. But the funny story is when I got the medium, I hadn't seen the size yet. And a campaigner came to my house to like drop off something, which he probably really shouldn't even be doing. But I answered the door as an XL man in a medium shirt, not aware it was a medium, full-blown sausaging out of this thing. <laughs> and the guy... I've never had a shorter campaign visit, so that just may be my go-to from now on, is throw on right. a small shirt and answer the door like it's normal. Right, and be like, oh, I don't want to talk to this dude. Uh, here's my flyer. Yeah. Go vote. That's smart. go now. Thank you. That's smart. But yeah, my shirt also came from- It's a technique. From Public. I think it's technically the Dude's Talking Hummus store. If you Google Dude's Talking Hummus, I'm pretty sure Public is the first one that comes up. We have some shirts out there for the fans, actually made by a fan. This is all fan art. It's crazy. But yeah, it's a hummus greater than hummus shirt. I'll let you decide which one is spelt with an O. It's the, the greater than one. But yeah, I tossed it on today. I'm excited. And we're here for our second final four matchup. Zatar versus Garlic Zatar. Hummus. Zatar. We learned about that. We learned. We'll hear that a little bit later. But before we get into that, Deuce, talk to me a bit about how last week ended up. It ended up in a way where I'm a little frustrated, but validated if that makes any sense the voting from the hummus heads out there on bco and harissa down the line 50 50 and again everyone's gonna say oh my gosh only two people voted no we had a lot of votes we had a lot of votes and it went down the line 50 50 i'll tell you right now it was an even number of votes more than four less than a thousand but enough to say we don't know who won it was impossible to gauge Right. We even put out a thing on the gram to say, hey, we need your vote. Have you voted yet? Vote or die. P. Diddy. And more people voted, and we still ended up with a 50-50. So we needed to call in a judge. We needed to call in an expert, someone who was an expert in everything. Everything. Guess who? Grandma Gigi. (laughs) She was over hanging out with the boys, and I had her taste it. And basically, whenever you put a microphone in front of her, it's gold. (laughs) <laughs> took the opportunity. We asked Grandma Gigi what her favorite hummus was between BCO and Harissa. We have that clip for you. We'll see who wins by the palate of Grandma Gigi. Well, since you duds couldn't make up your mind and voted 50-50 on Harissa and balsamic caramelized onion, I had to call in a ringer. Please introduce yourself. I am not a ringer. My name is Gail Stone. I am related to Brian. <laughs> And I am an expert on hummus. That's right, an expert on hummus. What are your hummus credentials? I'm Jewish, and it's a food that comes from Israel, which is very... Can you cite your sources on that? Because that's a pretty contentious statement. Uh, Look it up in Wikipedia. No, really, 
primarily in the Middle East at Hummus. Okay, yes, the Middle East, and where is Israel? So, yes. There we Look go. You heard it here for. Hey, how do you spell hummus? H O M M U S no. or H U? H U. You never spell it O. Why? Because that's not the way you spell it. What would happen if you did? Um, the word police would come after you. The word police? The Israeli world word police? Yes, the far, the Middle East and Far East would come after you. All right, well, there you go. That's two. Is this something you can drink? No, that's olive oil. <laughs> that's two, two things figured out right here from uh, hummus expert Gail Stone. Now, I told you I was an expert. You are. So, Gail, what I need you to do is try these two flavors. Okay. And just tell me which one you like best. Okay. Which one would you want to be your go-to hummus in a time of need? What did you think? Terrible. Terrible? Okay. Okay. What didn't you like about that one? It has a taste of, and color of cheese. A taste of, okay. This is the harissa for everyone listening. So I think we may know where this is going to go, but let's see what I we think about the next one. Too. You may hate that one. Don't I get some water to clean my palate? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you probably should uh, cleanse your palate. Is flat water okay? Yeah. I don't even know what flat water is, but that's fine. Okay, here's some, here's some water. Okay. This is flat water? It's flat water, yeah. Mm, good. <laughs> it's good flat water. Very good, very good flat water. Very good flat water, okay. So this one, you don't like it because it has a taste and a color of cheese. Right. Okay. And that's not how hummus should taste. No. And it's not hummus. It's hummus. Okay. Okay. Well, this is the better one. Okay. But I, it's too, has, it needs less salt. Less salt. Mm-hmm. But it's way better than this stuff. What do you think that one tastes like? Hummus. But what, uh, is it, if there was an added flavor to it? There's no added flavor to it. That's why I like it. So this is a balsamic caramelized onion hummus. It, it tastes good. Okay. Except for the salt. And this, this one. is terrible. Harissa. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. You should not serve that to anybody. What would you eat before you ate? What would you eat this before you ate? Like, what do you hate more than that? What do I hate more than this? Yeah. Liver. Liver. Okay. So if there were a liver hummus, you'd like this one, Harissa, better. Probably. Okay. I'm not guaranteeing it. But so your vote in the hummus that you pick to go to the finals of the Great Hummus Showdown is balsamic caramelized onion. Yeah, I just picked, I like the hummus. I don't care if that stuff is in it. <laughs> you don't care about the rest of it? You just like the hummus. I, li- I, li- I actually like the taste yeah. of hummus. Yeah, I got to ask you, have you ever listened to my podcast? No. <laughs> no. I don't know how listen to a podcast have you listened to your episode of my other podcast i told you i don't listen to a podcast i'm not even sure what it is fair enough well you're on one all right all right thank you for joining thank you for making the tough decision that the hummus heads out there couldn't make i'm glad to do call on me anytime i'll be an expert in anything (laughs) you are an expert in everything yeah i am all right well thank you for joining us gail well thank you brian so there you have it There's our winner. You guys couldn't decide, so I called in somebody who has an opinion on everything. Everything. It's it's usually not a good one. So the fact that we got some sort of like out of these two is is a big feat in itself. But BCO advancing on because Harissa has the 
Taste and look of cheese. Yeah, that surprised <laughs> me a lot. I, I don't think of cheese when I eat harissa. Uh, I think my favorite part was when you asked her if she had listened to your podcast before, and she said, I don't know how to listen to it. I don't know what a podcast is. And then you asked her again, and she said, I don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to show her uh, afterwards. I guarantee she's already forgotten. 100% she's already forgotten. Or she listened to like one episode and was like, yeah, it was great. I listened to all of them. But now maybe we have a fan. Who knows? Maybe that's another listener. And also this week, we've, we've got a, a jammed pack show full of other people, which I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> a lot less of us. A lot less of us. We've been, you know, working back and forth with Cedars Foods. They've been very nice to us and very nice to the Hummus Heads, sending out some swag each week to some of our listeners. They're big fans of the pod. We had Katarina Zacharellis on last week. Queen Hummus, as we learn. Queen Hummus. Queen Hummus. I think, is this like Duchess Hummus this week then? Because she wasn't the princess no. and Katarina's the queen. Maybe she's the Duchess of the P. She could be. She could be. But we got to have a sit down with the VP of Marketing for Cedars Hummus, Amy Zacharellis. Similar last names. I'm not sure if they're related or not, though. I think they have the same parents. We had a really good conversation. We had a great conversation. And actually, we had such a great conversation that we recorded for over an hour. And we're not going to put that all out here now because that's a lot. And we do have to get to moving on of who is going to make it into the final between the two, Garlic and Zatar, as we learned. So here's a snip. I'm going to do a beginning of the interview, probably, or at least part of it. And then later on, I'm going to release the whole thing. It's actually, it's super good. It's very informative. Amy hung with us being idiots the entire time. And she gave us a lot of really good information and really opened my eyes into what the process of hummus is. And also, you know, what kind of uh, margarita might go with what kind of hummus? What kind of hummus fits into your pockets? You know, what kind of hummus would you eat if you were inside of a tire? Questions like that get answered. If you don't hear them now, I'm going to release a full episode later on in the week or maybe next week so you can hear the whole thing. Joining us now on the podcast, the Vice President of Marketing of Cedars Foods and seemingly food branding extraordinaire, Fundalina Brecky, One Mighty Mill, you might have heard of all of them. Most importantly, the inventor of the pineapple jalapeno hummus. And second Zacharellis on this show, <laughs> Amy Zacharellis. Hey, Amy. Thank you for joining us on Dudes Talking Hummus. This is pretty exciting for us. Thank you for that nice introduction. I've heard that pineapple jalapeno is a little infamous on here. So. <laughs> yeah, you're stepping, you're stepping into the lion's den here. Yeah. Look, it's not bad. It's just of all the flavors, it's the most garbage. Is that a mean thing to say? Really? I love it's it. It's a very polarizing flavor. Which is maybe a good thing. I'm not personally a fan of it. Have you guys ever had it with margaritas? I've never like, had it with margaritas. Okay, have it with a margarita and come back and tell me how garbagey it is. Like just take a scoop of it and put it inside of a margarita? I mean, if you do that, you might never forget that experience. <laughs> <laughs> could be good. Could be good. We could be on to something. Yeah, you could. You could. I think if you, if you have a cup of margaritas and then you scoop it into a margarita, it might taste good then. I think that we need to try that. Yeah, I think I could have a couple margaritas and then have anything and I'd be pretty content. <laughs> uh, salt and vinegar chips, something I only like when I've been drinking. 
But so, hey, thanks for thanks for coming on, Amy. We appreciate it. I'm gonna probably fire some questions at you. Yeah, let's and go. this one, this one's like a, an actual question. So, you know, you are the the creator of Pineapple Jalapeno. I'm mostly curious about like what is that new flavor development process like at Cedars? Um, it's usually myself coming up with some weird oddball flavor combination, bringing it into the head guy's offices to see if it's something that we can make. Typically, they ask me if I'm on something. (laughs) How many margaritas have you had? (laughs) So that happens a lot. They usually laugh at first, and then I I need to convince them for a good five minutes that it's a good idea. And then we try it out. We play with it. Sometimes it tastes great. Sometimes it tastes awful. Not going to swear on here, but I mean, it tastes like shit sometimes. You can swear on here. It's okay. Other times it's polarizing like pineapple jalapeno, but all we need is one buyer to say, Hey, I like that. Can we, can we get that in store? And then we play around with some magic. We have a few folks at Cedars that have been there for 30 something years creating hummus flavors. So they bring it back to us. If we like it, we'll go to production. We'll commercialize it. If we don't, we save it or we try to give it to another brand. Sometimes we come up with really good flavors that aren't really for Cedars, but they might be for other brands, like different like, meat hummuses. Like they're too basic for Cedars? We'll put that out there. <laughs> like chocolate. Did you just say like chalk? Like chalk hummus? Like chalk flavored hummus? No, chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, don't make a chalk flavored hummus. That wouldn't be we'll a good make one. a chalk flavored hummus. <laughs> That's a reasonable request. Chocolate, I have a problem. I don't think that sweet hummus is technically hummus, but that's okay. That's- oh. oh, that's interesting because we disagree on hot. that entirely. Well, no, you do. I, I personally feel like dark chocolate, the dark chocolate hummus should be in the finals of this. Really? Okay. Yeah. Sweet hummus flavors are technically, if you if you bring a sweet hummus flavor to somebody in Lebanon or the Middle East or the Mediterranean and say, this is chocolate hummus, they're going to say, well, what are the ingredients? And it's missing key ingredients that are in hummus. So technically, it's a sweet flavored or chocolate flavored chickpea dip, but I don't oh. technically, this is technically considered as a hummus product but in america it is well but so you're saying it's not right i think it's delicious and it's a delicious dip but if you want to get technical i'm not so sure that it's actually hummus no are you a savory or sweet fan at your base savory for sure i don't really have a sweet tooth but i do like the dark the dark chocolate hummus i'm not biased against it i just don't think technically it's hummus no, I'm with you. I totally agree. You totally redeemed yourself for pineapple jalapeno. <laughs> I feel a little insulted if we're being honest. <laughs> we did. I tasted a really cool new sweet flavor today. It was a key lime hummus. Ooh. Was it a key lime hummus or was it a key lime chickpea dip? It was a, technically a chickpea dip. Okay. But it was delicious. It was really I could get behind that. And then you can mix it with zesty lemon and then you have your own like Sprite right. hummus. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I like that. So what, I'm looping back here to new flavors. What hasn't made the cut? Oh, um, so are you thinking like products that were on shelves? At supermarkets that haven't made the cut or products that didn't make it past the first round of Amy, what are you on? Amy, what are you on? Got it. 
Uh, we had an orange basil hummus that was I thought was delicious. And okay. I came up with that because I had a really good orange basil martini at a restaurant and thought this is so interesting. It would work in hummus and it never made it. Mm. That was a good one. That one I really loved. Uh, another one we did. So we just came out with a tzatziki that's hot pepper and garlic flavored to do a hummus with that same flavor profile. And it just tasted like a very heavily spiced hummus. Uh, so it didn't make it off the bench top sample shelf, but it made it into tzatziki. So I was happy with that. Interesting. Yeah, the orange one, I could see why they're asking, what do you want? Yeah, but I can say that was before sweet hummus like really made it or sweet chickpea dip made it. So yep. if we ever tried to make it again, it, people would be more receptive in the office to that. Back in, let's see, the late 90s, probably late 90s, early 2000s, we made a bunch of uh, sweet flavored and these were actually hummus. So it was like a blueberry hummus, a peach hummus, apple cinnamon. We did have a chocolate, but it was mixed with all the other ingredients that hummus traditionally has. So those tasted really bad, like really bad. <laughs> so I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> no, that was the garbage. bad ones are somebody else. Yeah, they, they weren't very good. I mean, the people who made them made them as good as they could have using sweet and savory, but you either have to go all in sweet or all in savory or sweet heat like that of Albania. Okay. Sweet heat. I like that. Yeah. Interesting. I'm trying to think of other flavors that haven't made it. We've done so many. I would say we, we we used to play with like 10 flavors a year. There's been a couple of other flavors that other companies have played around with, um, like a ranch flavored hummus that never made it. Yeah, I love ranch. I just don't think that would work. Yeah. I feel like ranch does a lot better if it's in like a dairy dip rather than a dip that's already a dip. Yeah. It's a dip itself. Yeah. Like some things just aren't meant to be combined like that yeah. or buffalo hummus never made it under our brand. It made it on other brands and that's their thing, but it's not ours. <laughs> that's another kind of dip or sauce that doesn't need to be combined. We played around with, what is it? Dairy-free cheeses, like a dairy-free nacho cheese spice blend that's nacho cheese strange no it, it was it's stinky and not tasty i could see that that's interesting are you more of a tzatziki fan or a hummus fan now that tzatziki is making its way onto the map oh so well i'm greek so if i don't say tzatziki i'll probably have a lot of greeks after me tzatziki <laughs> it's a okay i i like them for two different occasions what are the occasions? Traditionally, tzatziki is not a dip. It's something that's on like a table when you're eating family style. And it's one of those things that you just dip everything into while you're eating because you just want different flavors. So yeah. like if I'm on a Greek island or in a really cool Greek restaurant, I always want that on the table. But I will never take it out of my fridge to dip something into it, like to snack on it. Ah, that's taboo. Yeah, for me, it's just like too too much tzatziki at once. I'd rather have it with the whole spread of other things. Whereas hummus is the opposite. I don't want it on a table where I keep dipping into it because it's very filling. I want it out of my fridge, dipping into for a snack. So I guess it's, it's two different snacking occasions. Okay, how about this game? I'll set up a series of events you would go to and you say tzatziki or hummus. I like Ready? this. I love this. Okay. We're going to go with a movie. Hummus. Okay, a shoe store. 
hummus. A wedding, but you don't really like the girl. Tzatziki, because it's probably a Greek wedding. A death metal concert. Ooh, tzatziki, because it'll be like hardcore. I'll need to cool off a little bit. <laughs> there you go. A performance of Hamilton where they change his name to Alexander Hummelbutt the whole time. Hummus. Hummus? But, maybe. Okay, uh, couch shopping. Hummus. Seeing what it would look like on the inside of a tire while your car is moving. <laughs> tzatziki. It's more of a show, right? Yeah. How does your brain work? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're something special, Deuce. Hey, thanks. Actual question. It seems like Cedars Foods as a brand and kind of as a like a specialty foods company. I don't know if specialty foods is the right word. Yeah, sure. Is starting to expand and grow more. And it kind of feels like uh, COVID hit this year and you guys got bored and just started acquiring other brands and building other other you know, revenue streams. Yeah, that happens all the time. But I think that people got bored over COVID and started to notice what we were doing a little bit more. Okay. So I, there's that argument too. Cedars, the, over the last like five or six years, we rebranded. And over the last two years, we, um, we became a full-scale national brand because Whole Foods brought us into all of their stores. And we had a couple of really great larger retailers. So we've been expanding and on the hot track to keep expanding for the last five or six years. But what really, I think what, I think the rebranding helped us expand a lot more and helped us unite all of our product lines. So people started to notice that and become a little bit more connected to the brand. But also I know that you guys dip into the eight ounce hummus all the time, but the 10 ounce topped organic hummus is super popular. Yeah. It also has helped us introduce our product into the hands of people that, or the mouths of people of that would traditionally like topped hummus products so that's helped us out there cedars executives acquired an overnight oats brand we just simply did not have enough to do and we looked into more brands to expand it was something that fit really well because we know how to make all natural seed and it was something in our wheelhouse and as of august we were national with that brand too which was that's really awesome cool. mm-hmm. yeah cool congratulations do you think there's a future for dudes talking overnight oats i think you guys should do that i was going to recommend it but since you oh. do <laughs> no, no no i'll take it back you can say it later dude's talking hazelnut spreads you could do that too dude's talking greek vacation homes <laughs> that's a sore subject for me deuce i had a 10-day greek vacation planned for may i feel your pain that happened to us too yeah it's sad and then we started making a hummus based podcast i love it so it's, it's filled at least a little bit of a void in my uh inner <laughs> This is a question my wife asked me like 10 weeks ago. So when Cedars went through the rebrand, you know, you guys used to have the colored tops on your containers. Balsamic caramelized onion had a pink top and we hadn't had it in a while in our household. And when we tried it again, it tasted differently. Did anything change? Yes. So balsamic vinegar is very expensive. And if you don't have a good one, it can give you a weird flavor. And also we have specific ingredients that we have to stay away from. So whenever we go back to finding suppliers that fit within our parameters of what ingredients we need to stick with or what ingredients shouldn't be in products because they have preservatives or they're not good, that kind of dwindles down your list of available suppliers. So that's what happened when we 
rebranded, we made a commitment to making sure we had a lot of, well, we had much cleaner products and products we didn't have a problem with. So that's probably mm -hmm. tasted a little bit different. It was. My wife noticed it. I did not. She's a lot smarter than I am. It sounds like there's a lot of business decision that goes into running Cedars now where you're trying to rebrand, right? How much of the time in creating a Cedars hummus flavor goes into those decisions of making sure you have the best ingredients, you know, do you source locally when you can or, you know, is it quality over, is quality over cost maybe? I don't know. Like how much of that goes into the new flavor? All of it. So whenever you're looking at a new flavor, like let's Katarina on the last episode mentioned like a peach habanero or like a, a peach and a, like a peach salsa flavor. So yep, if yep. I, so I actually have this in my notes because I want to try it out when we do the next round of flavors. So if I went to the team and said, hey, we want to try and experiment with a peach habanero, the first thing they have to do is think about, okay, how do those ingredients come in house? Because only a specific state of an ingredient will make it through our systems. For example, if we wanted to do a potato flavored hummus, those potatoes melt in water and in heat. And if we put them through our systems, we're going to have potatoes stuck to all of our equipment and it's going to take us a long time to clean through that. So that wouldn't be a viable ingredient. So the first thing is somebody has to say, hey, are these ingredients viable based on how they come in? Are they frozen? Are they fresh? Are they a puree? Are they a powder? Are they a dry spice ingredient like za'atar? So they have to decide that first and then they go back to their ingredients sourcing broker and companies and suppliers that they work with to find out um, costs for the different ways that we can bring the product in. And then once, well, simultaneously with costs, we also have to make sure that it doesn't have anything weird, like a weird preservative or a genetically modified ingredient or anything like that. And then once that's done, they make sure that we can fit it into the cost machine and it works with all of our overhead costs and everything else. And then they test it if we, if it tastes good because some flavors don't belong in on this. And then if we like it and we want to push it to market, we send out some samples to buyers, see what they think. And then if somebody bites and brings it in, typically has to be a major chain that'll say yes so that we have enough volume. And then we'll commercialize it, test it through the systems and get it on shelf. So it sounds quick, but it could take anywhere up to a year if it's an ingredient we've never worked with before if it's something that we have worked with before like a different form of lemon so say we wanted to do a sweet lemon we already know lemon works because we have a lemon hummus we could probably commercialize it in a couple months but there's a lot that goes behind it a lot a lot yeah sounds like it right it's not just a blender in a kitchen right <laughs> <laughs> just take original and throw a pineapple in it hey 30 years ago it was a blender in a kitchen and then a bigger blender and then it just kept growing and growing until it's five buildings in Haverhill, mass that's awesome. That's pretty awesome. Someday it was just a blender. You know, that was a really fun interview. That was a really fun interview. I feel like I actually learned a lot. Uh, we laughed. We cried. I disappeared for a little bit. We had a bathroom week. <laughs> so of course. An emergency, you got to go, man. Right. It kind of sounds like the new flavor creation is like, all right, let's have a few cocktails and just like see what we can come up with. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I realized afterwards, I wanted to ask her, how much of the decisions made behind Cedars are done over drinks? Like how much of the business is done while boozing? Do they have a full bar in the office? Because it sounds like, you know, I had a great cocktail and we made a hummus flavor out of it. Right. Well, you know, put some pineapple jalapeno into your margarita. See what it thinks, you know? Right. It seems like, you know, you get banged up, 
you come up with like 10 hummus ideas, you write them down, you wake up the next morning, and then whichever ones are still good ideas, that's what you go with. <laughs> that's what you bring You bring to the board of deciders, and they say, Amy, what are you on? And I was like, well, gin and tonic, margarita, I don't know. I had a wild night. Wild night. I like it. That's how most businesses get started, really. All right, so you want to get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. So we already know BCO is riding into that final. Who is it going to go up against? Garlic or Zatar? Now we know Zatar has a vote already. Does garlic. Gotta find out. Gotta find out. All right, so Amy went Zet, Zet, Zatar? Zatar? I have always already forgot. At least it's not Zatar. I said that. F- no, it's not Zatar. It's, it's like not Zatar. Zatar. Z- Zatar. 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 You gotta go up there and dip in your Zatar. Watch out for your Debris. All right, so she went Zatar first. Let's go Zatar first as well then. Okay, let's do it. Opening it up. And I want to know what they call we- the middle button. It sounds dirty. <laughs> I got a strong one, though. Mine doesn't. I assume it's phallic. No, you have a good middle button. I don't know. It's probably just like the extrusion process. No, it's probably not the nipple. She could tell us if it was the nipple. That's not that weird. No, not that weird at all. Yeah, my, my middle nip is <laughs> kind of weak, to be honest. You got a weak nip? I got a strong nip. Big nip. You got a- Ooh, you're cold. Yeah. Uh, what are you dipping with this week, Deuce? Going back to some originals, right? As always, Hank and Banana for it's been weed! And walked out the store, saw liked it. Stacy's Simply Naked. Ooh. Pita chips. And now they say the Rise Project. Uh, oh, I guess Stacy's is committed to empowering women entrepreneurs. I love that. I can get down with that. And they make a damn good chip. And a damn good chip. Uh, I have the Snack Factory Pretzel Crisps. The original kind. Ooh, yeah. I also was walking through the store, and I haven't had had these before. I had to buy them. They are the Crunchmaster <laughs> Multi Grain. <laughs> Yay, Crunchmaster. <laughs> Just goes to nice. show how simple-minded we are. <laughs> Is it weird that as I was bringing out what I'm dipping with, I kind of felt bad that I didn't have Crunchmasters because I couldn't do that. I could sense it. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. All right, so you want to get into it? Let's do it. Going right for that middle button, mid-nip. Very fragrant. Yeah, as always. I mean, again, consistency is looser than your average hummus, but not in a bad way. Just a little, you know, you can tell there's some other stuff in there, which makes sense. Cheers. Let's scoop, baby. Cheers. I kind of forgot about Zatar. Me too. To be honest with you, I was just thinking. Thought to myself. I thought to myself. I says, "You don't say." Earthy. Definitely earthy. Flavorful. As you told Shane from the Dude Talking Hummus fan page, it's for the hippies. It is for the hippies. I could see that. But I like it. You want to the pretzel too? Oh, these. These simply naked chips are seductive. Like when I eat Zatar with simply naked chips. Yeah. Not a religious man. But I feel like I'm Adam and Eve, just like butt naked running around the woods. <laughs> just don't eat that apple. That's why all these snakes out here like, dude, eat this apple. Dude, eat this apple. And I'm like, no. I'm a Zatar man. Not Zatar, because you can't make your Zatar jokes anymore. 
It's Zaytar. Zaytar. Air Zaytar. No one does that. No one plays Air Zaytar. No. Oh, it's I'm very good with a pretzel. Air I'm eating a lot of this today. Yeah. God, That's a good, good hummus. Good. Good. Oh, wow. That's a big one. You're going to need a bigger mouth. It was an elusive hummus for me, too. I had to go to three different grocery stores to find it. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I'm going to be honest with you. I went into this. Again, trying not to make decisions before I get there, but I do. I'm impatient. I thought garlic was going to run away with this. I forgot I really like Zatar. Zatar? Zatar. 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 Yeah, I do too. It's refreshing. It's flavorful. It's not overpowering. You kind of get two different flavors. Once one while you're eating it, and then the aftertaste is a little different too. Yeah. All right. We'll cleanse your palate, and let's dig into some garlic too. I feel like maybe the name Zatar kind of like okay what do you picture if you hadn't heard the word zaytar before and i was like hey it's a zaytar what do you think i mean i'm picturing like an egyptian market <laughs> and like the, the you know the sights and sounds and smells of just kind of walking through there people trying to sell me their wares there's some you know food stands and that's probably where the the spices are and I'm getting a lot of spice from there. You know, some a Middle Eastern market. I went the other way. I pictured like, <laughs> honestly, I pictured like an intergalactic bad guy. Like, huh. I, I pictured a giant spaceship and someone's like, oh no, Emperor Zatar or whatever. You know, quick blast that ship in its butthole or whatever. How Luke Skywalker did it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you went to a nice market. Very yeah, interesting. I went to like, yeah. Maybe that's why I liked it better. It's versatile. Zaytar is more metal. Yeah, it's definitely versatile. I opened up my garlic. Actually, it kind of helped me while you were describing your Mediterranean market. Very pungent. Very pungent. The, the smell helped me. I have an any middle button, middle nip, mid nip. Like it goes in. I got a little nip. Yeah, let's get a little nip. All right, well, shall we get into this one? Let's do it. Oh, it's definitely thicker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This hummus just called me Ked. Cheers. Cheers. A lot of garlic. This is going to be really hard. It is very flavorful. You know, it is that more aggressive hummus. Yeah. I'm eating a lot of it. This doesn't bring me the Simply Naked chips. And this hummus don't bring me to... A beautiful Garden of Eden with conniving bitch-ass snakes all around. This this brings me to like Hampton or Salisbury. And I'm still naked because it's Hampton or Salisbury. But like, you know, I got a couple of Bud Lights in each hand. And there's somebody playing something by Zach Brown. And there's volleyball happening, but they don't have a volleyball. So they're playing with like a bucket. I mean, it's a great time. <laughs> it's a great time. Huh. Simply naked chips and, and garlic. It's a great time. I did not see that coming. See, I'm more like, I'm at like the Paradise Rock Club right now. Mm, who's playing? It's like uh, up and coming metal bands that you never heard of before, but your friend brings you to it. And you're like, kind of, what am I doing here? Meatball. But you end up having a good time. Yeah. Those guys rock. I gotta do one more. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I have mine. I thought this was going to be easy. I need to do one more of each. Bye. I don't know. Come on, buddy. Caught your commercial, and I'll have an answer when we get back. All right. Well, uh, while Deuce figures out what's going on in his life, let's hear a quick word from our friends at Anchor.fm. 
All right, Deuce. It's time. I don't know. I don't, know what, I don't want to do it. We're going to do done it. I've like six digi-dips. We're going to do it. I'm going to say duck, duck, goose. Ooh. And then we're going to say our favorites. It's whatever, you know, your soul decides here. So are you ready quick. now? I'm doing a double, a, di- a double dip digi-dip. Yes, Deuce is eating both of them at the same time right now off of his fingers. <laughs> like, that's going to bring him the answer. Might. All right. All right. I don't know yet. Just go. I mean, something's going to happen. Duck, duck, goose, Zaytar. Zaytar. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> I am shocked. I honestly thought garlic, garlic was going to run away with it. So did I. Uh, I mean, when we first had garlic back in back in the day, like eight weeks ago, yeah. I thought garlic was going to be in the finals because we're both kind of that yeah. flavor forward type of eater. But Zaytar, yeah. it's a very pleasant, very good hummus. You know what? It's it's a very pleasant, very good hummus, but it's a very unique hummus. Yeah. And it's got a lot to it. Like, it's got a lot of character. Garlic is very garlicky. It's garlicky. Okay, it's very wrong. garlicky. It's good. I like it. I like garlic. As we talked about it, I'm probably going to throw it at kids dressed as vampires on Halloween. Smart. But Zaytar is great it's, yeah I, I i ate a lot more of it than i expected myself to yeah i think garlic is great at one thing it is garlic it brings yeah. the garlic it punches you in the face with the garlic zaytar if we're talking about our spice blend here it's salt thyme oregano marjoram sumac and sesame seeds and i think that's just a lovely combination it really is it's so foreign to me i'm new to it I'm very happy about it. And I think if we're going back to the, you know, the thesis of this tournament, it's, you know, what do you want to have in your fridge at any given moment? And I think Zaytar mm-hmm. is much more versatile than garlic is. Yeah. You could have people that don't like Right. And that would just throw them off. Zaytar has a lot there. And I think it's a, one of those ones, too, that a lot of people haven't had. And I think that they would end up liking it. Absolutely. Now we have three votes for Zaytar. Maybe we wanted up in a 50-50 this time, guys. Out to a strong lead. Zaytar is kind of tough to find. So get out there. I found it at most market baskets, formerly Demoulis, possibly a stop and shop because I think they're owned by the same company. Uh, Shaw's probably. Not Shaw's and Milford. Not Shaw's and Milford. Hank and Bananaford's had it when you're picking up your Thin Wheats. Could be at Whole Foods. Could be at Whole Foods. So really any grocery store (laughs) might have it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So anywhere you can buy food might have Zaytar. And if you can't find it, just go out and get an original and then pick up some salt, thyme, oregano, marjoram, sumac, and sesame seeds and just throw that shit. In very specific amounts. In, yes, in that order as well. And make your own Zaytar and do your own little guess. So, wow, there we go. It's our second to last tasting. As the days that you eat hummus. I was just about to do the same thing. And... I don't know how that song actually goes. <laughs> Our last episode is just going to be that Green Day song over and over again. We're not even going to do the final. No, just refuse to not end it. Well, there we go. BCO versus, in our minds, Zaytar. We'll see what the hummus head out there say. But this is what we've been working for. This is coming down to that big showdown. We're going to have an interesting panel for the last episode. Keep an eye out to the gram if you want to be a part of the voting. And you do want to be a part of the voting. We will have guests all over the final episode if you want to be one please email dudes talking hummus h-o-m-m-u-s at gmail.com we will take anybody and everybody get the hummuses eat it try it if you want to get it on a massive zoom we'll figure that out if you want to just record it and send it to us we'll throw you in there you will be on the podcast and you can tell all your friends hey guys i made it on a mediocre podcast and they'll be like no way that's so cool and then you'll be cool again (laughs) so get involved (laughs) Yeah, it might not 
The finals might not come out next week. It depends on if we're still gathering interviews or not. So stay tuned. Yeah. Keep an eye on the Instagram at Dudes Talking Hummus. We'll let you know how to get involved if you don't have Instagram because you're 70 and you don't know how podcasts work. Email dudestalkinghummus at gmail.com. Let us know you want to be involved. We'll give you all the instructions. It's very simple. Your son-in-law can show you how to do it while he records you for fun. (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next bit. 17 hummuses enter. But only one can be the king's bread. This is Dudes Talking Hummus, the tournament for the Alpha Chickpea. Everybody.